I've tried to record this three, four different times now, and that's just tonight, not even the last couple of months. And you know what it took? You know what it took to finally do it? Bourbon and ginger ale. Microphone sitting in front of a, my monitor, and my laptop, and I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I think to fail, to fuck this up. But what can I fail at if I don't do the thing? And this is something I've been running through for a while, and maybe you guys do. Two, when it comes to creative processing. Ain't that a bitch? I'm going to say that again. Creative processing. Not the creative process, but coming to terms with processing creativity. If you want to draw, the amount of processes that you go through before you even pick up a pen, a pencil, a pad of paper, whatever fucking marker the amount of thoughts that must run through your head well what do i draw am i any good at drawing what if no one likes it i just won't show anyone well then what's the point i don't have time to do this and it's this constant thing I don't care if you're going on stage to tell a joke, playing a band, give a fucking presentation at work. It's nerve wracking to put yourself out there. So why do it? Why do it? That's the million dollar question. You have something to offer somebody. You have found a way to be of service through education, entertainment or encouragement that's it those three things and that's worth being nervous over because if you do fail at one of those things at least perceptively it can be heartbreaking well i really thought that i had something to offer somebody and you probably did and you just didn't hear about it see i've been working in the human services field for like a really long time some people might refer to me as a social worker, and that's fine. I've worked with just about every demographic of people that you can imagine. And if there's one thing that I've seen, it's that people are afraid to put themselves out there. But everybody thinks they have something to offer somebody, for the most part. Really, if you dig down deep enough, you think you have something to offer somebody. If you didn't, you would suck at parenting. You wouldn't be a good partner. You'd make a lousy friend. You'd be a horrible coworker. You wouldn't even be an efficient worker. You have something to offer somebody. For those of us that have that creative spark, you want to put that out there. In one form or another, somehow, 
you want to express yourself artistically. I'm talking slow because out of all these notes that I have here on my desk, out of all these podcast episodes that I've written, I've decided that me and my ginger ale and bourbon are going to wing it. Because I was afraid to put myself out there creatively. Putting myself out there has, has been not something that I've learned, but something I've had to develop. I don't think... I don't think I was born with like a charismatic ability. And maybe I was, I could be wrong, but I've definitely had to learn to not be shy, to not be nervous. And it's been super difficult, like getting to this point. But now that I've started the podcast, I started the podcast. I haven't even named this thing yet, but you know how long it took me to name my YouTube channel? I just, I, I was dead set on never using my actual name, but look at me now, changed up the whole thing. Now I'm putting my eggs in a different basket. When I was doing the YouTube thing more regularly, I was completely obsessed with it. All things creative just like got my juices flowing. I'd get home from work. I'd, I'd watch all the videos that I could trying to absorb as much information as humanly possible. Peter McKinnon, Gerald Undone, Matt Diavella, Donna Did It. These guys were like legitimate YouTubers. I was doing fishing, trying to niche, niche, whatever, into that market. I didn't watch any fishing YouTubers other than guys that I knew. And that I wanted to support. And I think that has a lot to do with where I ended up. So the point is, is like the easiest way for me to fuel my creativity at a point where, where I had to get like a part-time job or whatever. I, I was, I was doing this thing where I was like just watching YouTube all the time. I ended up working part-time. I was like a half an hour away. I had this commute I would just, I would listen to podcasts about things that I was obsessed with, but mainly it was cameras and filmmaking, script writing, storytelling, all that. Because regardless of whether or not I was doing the fishing thing on YouTube, all that I, I cared about was the filming of it. Like fishing was fun and it was great and it was awesome and finding the story within, like it was almost documentary, like found footage, like putting that together in the edit, capturing as much as I could in camera. It was so good. It was so fun. I loved it. I was obsessed. But I was listening to all these different podcasts because I could never find one that just resonated with me as a creative person. And no one was talking about the stuff that I needed to hear. And well, as the expression goes, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. Topics like why it's so hard to turn on the camera. Why it's so hard to come up with an idea. Why is it so hard to just hit record and talk to a microphone by yourself for 10 minutes? 
Accomplishing this goal right here, this podcast, has taken me so long. And it really came down to resource management. And, uh, you know, there's there's a whole thing here about, like, if someone had told me how to manage my resources better, I think it could have gotten this started a lot sooner. And I, I had this entire episode almost, like, written out and ready to go about identifying resources and how money's like the first one and like you, you know, whatever, you can start being creative on $2 and I was going to do that whole thing. But if you're listening to this, you've probably heard that before. Anyone can do it. Just start now more than ever. It's easy. It's easy to start creating. And you know what it is? It really is. It's so easy to record a podcast. Look at YouTube. YouTube, I'm recording this on July 19th of 2021. And YouTube right now is so popular for like the video podcast thing. Josh Yeo of Make Art Now and Gerald Undone released a video today of them doing a podcast. And it's just them, video and video, you know. I heard a rumor that Audrey Ember edited that. And I hope that's true because I've been following her for a couple of years now. She deserves it. Anyway, it is. It's easier now than ever. You can start a podcast with your cell phone. You can start a YouTube channel with your cell phone. I spent a considerable amount of time making fishing videos with nothing but a GoPro and my cell phone. And the GoPro was purchased after the fact. Now, getting rid of a Sony FS5 Mark II because I just bought a Blackmagic Pocket Cinema camera 6K. Not 6K Pro, I got the 6K. Stuffed a magic booster in it. Looks like it's full frame. Looking all full frame, beautiful, saucy. Doesn't matter. The point is, is I don't care if you got a 6K or a 6K Pro or whatever, or a cell phone. If you have good content and something to offer somebody, you can, you can start creating. But just because you can, and just because it's easier now, more than ever, to do the thing that you want to do, it doesn't mean you're ready. And that's okay. It took me, <laughs> it took me about two months and two really strong drinks tonight to get me here. And I don't, I, and I threw the script to the wall. And maybe there's some of you out there that's like, yeah, that's you. I just want you to know that what you're going through is normal if that's what you're going through. If you're not and you're there and you're doing the thing, Keep doing it. 
Everyone says that consistency is key. And it is. But just because you're consistent, be consistent in your quality, in your message, in your character, and who you are. You can change topics, subjects, the people you have. As long as you remain true to you, and you, you'll be fine. You'll keep your audience. But if you want to grow, just do consistent uploads and follow those other things. But this is for those who are afraid to hit the record button. Who are afraid to move on from fade in. Who, who have the interlude done but just can't move on. Maybe you've written in the beginning or once upon a time. Maybe you've sketched or, or made a couple lines, but you haven't added color. I don't care what you do. Show somebody. When I write a film, or an outline. I show my girlfriend first. When I'm comfortable. When I've probably gone through three or four revisions. And I'm not a writer. But I get that feedback. Because <laughs> I know for the most part she'll be gentle. And she knows how to communicate with me. It's that trusted source. But what do you do with that feedback? It's not rejection, right? It's not harsh. Hopefully, work with it. And if you're stuck there, walk away. Come back to it in a week. I'm sure it'll look different. I'm in college right now. I'm graduating two and a half months from Full Sail University. Say what you will about the school. I'm about to graduate. Forced creativity in school. It's tough. And I think about it more and more and more. And if you were to take anything away from your creative processing experience, creative processing experience, maybe it's this. Have moments in your life. I don't care if it's a day or a time or a date. Force yourself to be creative. Maybe you say, okay, uh, I'm going to go on YouTube and the first video I see is going to be my tone or my character or my whatever. It's going to be the idea that sparks whatever it is for the next thing that I'm going to do. If it's music, maybe you focus on what's the melody of the background track. I'm going to make something like that. I don't care if it's not your genre. Try it. Maybe you go on Google, close your eyes, type something, click on the Google recommendation, hover over to images, boom, find a sketch, get to work, and then make something out of this random thing. Force yourself to be creative as if you were turning in a project. This is what I had to do. And, and now I'm at this really cool point where I'm about to graduate from school and that forced creativity is about to go away. 
And I worry about fueling that passion. Will I still be creating? I think about that a lot. And I think maybe you should too. Or not. Maybe you're super creative. And that's okay. But if you're still listening, get it out there. Because everybody has something to offer somebody. And I firmly believe that. Entertain, encourage, or educate. Anybody can do one of these things. You do it every day. I promise you. Think about those three things as you go to work, go to your friends, go to dinner, go on a date. Just think about those things. Catch yourself when you're doing it. Don't force it, but catch yourself and say, how did I get this person to agree with me? At what point did they nod, right? At what point did you feel like you were offering that person something of value? And I bet you'll feel pretty surprised. This world, this world could always use more creative people because it's creative people that keep me creating. I say this all the time. I just want the same thing, but different as a handful of genres of movies, right? The Marvel franchise is a terrific example. Not that I'm advocating or denouncing, but give me the same thing, but different. Podcasting, give me the same thing, but different music, art. I don't care what kind of art. Give me the same thing, but different. You don't have to be unique to provide value. Educate, encourage, entertain, put yourself out there, pick up the pen, play the chord, hit record, do what you got to do, but get it out. My name is Jared Britt. Thank you so much for listening. And this has been my, as of now, unnamed podcast. <laughs>